This is the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, Episode 2. Here we go. Welcome to the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, where we serve up fresh slices of today's marketing so you can start working on your business and stop working in your business. And now, your host, Bruce Irving. Hello, this is the second episode of the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. Today, I do have a guest on with me today. This guest, if you've ever Googled pizza marketing or read Pizza Today magazine, you'll definitely recognize his name. He's been in the restaurant business for over 20 years. He's a regular columnist for Pizza Today magazine. He's a business consultant, a speaker, and also has a book that he's published called Profit in the Pizza. Today's guest with me is none other than Scott Anthony. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. Hey, Scott. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, Bruce. Thanks for having me on. So how did you get started in the pizza business? Well, it wasn't by choice. (laughs) I feel like everybody that is in the pizza business kind of gets started that way. Yeah. Um, I had a successful uh, janitorial service. And some friends of mine owned a failing pizzeria, and they asked me to come in and give them some pointers off just from a business standpoint. And I was able to do that and get the store on an increase of sales. And after a while, they just decided, well, we really don't want it anymore. At least it's sellable now. Let's get rid of it. And so they gave me first option, and I thought, well, maybe it seems like easier work than what I'm doing now. And I, uh, I I took it on and bought the store back in 95, and uh, I've been in the pizza business uh, ever since. Wow, 95, that's a long time. Yeah, it's a long time. What do you, uh, what's changed for you since you first started? What's the biggest change you've seen in the business? Uh, probably my uh, hairline. That's <laughs> 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 really gone. Um, I, you know, back in the 90s when I started, um, a lot of the business was based on couponing and kind of playing follow the leader with the uh, big three. And what I really see a big change in now is uh, pizza is really becoming an artesian uh, food category. It's moved from uh, the regular pizzeria delivery uh, carryout concept to a uh, a dine-in category, a fast casual category, and so the image of pizza has really uh, grown. And instead of you know playing follow the leader with the big three, independent operators are really making a mark for themselves and and leading the industry now. I believe. Yeah, I feel like we're in that transition period between you still have some of those minds that think of pizza and you know delivered to your house for as low as possible and as quick as possible. And then the newer generation of people where they don't mind going out, spending a little bit more money for a pizza, and they don't have the same expectations of it being, you know, one pizza delivered to your house for $10 in 30 minutes or less. Right, exactly. Your expectations, actually, I, I believe, you know, independents have raised the bar on what to expect from pizza. It's not just a cheap way to fill your stomach, but it's really a a communal experience. It's a dining experience. and and it's all about that hospitality aspect uh, when it when it comes to pizza and really being able to enjoy the the flavors of it and 
just the whole chemistry of what goes into the the culinary aspects of pizza. Right. So what kind of marketing do you use in your business? Uh, for myself, I use a blend of different uh, kinds of marketing. Um, I'm really big into community marketing and creating word of mouth. I think that's a great way for any pizzeria to go. How did you get? Uh, how did you start with that? What, what kind of a, did you run events, or did you have? Uh, did you team up with part of the sports teams or schools? Or well, I do all of that. Um, I think what really uh, got me into community marketing was realizing the power of word of mouth and what you can do with a press release when something new comes out, and just to be able to let people know about it and get them talking about you. As I said, like I see this trend towards pizza becoming so much more of a social and communal activity of people that a pizzeria should be a place to gather and talk and, um, you know, see your friends. Uh, so to do that, I try to get myself involved in the community. You know, we're not just a business. We're, we're part of the hospitality industry and, and hospitality means, you know, showing people hospitality, engaging them and reaching out to them. And so I try to make myself and my, my staff part of the community, working with the community on different projects, whether that means uh, sponsoring teams or donating food towards different causes. Uh, for example, our, our store in particular works really uh, side by side with our local volunteer fire company. And we've done that uh, since 9-11. We've really, you know, we're made very aware um, after wow. the events of 9-11 of the value of a volunteer fire company. And so we sponsor a lot of events to support them and their activities. Kind of relationship within the community, you know, gets people talking. And when you can offer a decent product at a decent price and get people talking, then others want to join in and be part of that conversation and support your business when they realize, you know, where their money's going. When you, when you support a small business, or an independent operator, 68% of your money stays within the community. That money goes to uh, where I buy my supplies from local vendors. It goes to my employees who spend money in the community. Whereas if you would, you know, buy from a chain or a restaurant that's not owned locally, uh, most of your money's going outside the community, and it's not really doing anything for anybody in the in the town. Right. How do you do you reach out to those communities or do you do they reach out to you and you just say yes or how does that how do you get involved with that? Well, I try to create my own holidays. Um, yes, people reach out to you constantly. They're always asking for donations or this or that or the other thing and you you can only do so much. Right. To really make a difference and to really get people to talk about you and to get them in your door, you have to create events and occasions that make people want to be part of it and create a win-win situation for everybody. So I have three special events that I run every year. Uh, my main one is called Pizza and Prevention, which I've been doing since 9-11. Uh, and here I work with a local insurance company and the fire department and a few other uh, sponsors and what we do is one day out of the year, and we did this, um, we do it the first Saturday of October, which October is National Pizza Month, 
and the first week in October is National Fire Prevention Week. So the local volunteer fire company just comes in and takes over my store <laughs> and we sell our signature pizza, which is a 12 by 24 inch uh, pizza uh, for $9.11. So we go with that 9-11 theme and I donate 100% of the sales to the fire department. Oh, that's great. And so that whole day, uh, these guys come in and they make the pizza, they deliver the pizza, they take the orders. And, um, you know, it's just turned into a huge snowball event where everybody, you know, wants to come out and support it. And of course, we have to rent extra ovens to meet the demand. And beyond that, we sell what we call a coupon card for people that don't have two or three hours to wait for a pizza. <laughs> that must be fun to watch. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun, I and mean, we we've sold up to uh, five thousand pizzas in a day doing this. Wow! And raised you know a, a lot of money for the volunteer fire company here. Now, how would you sell five? What do you what kind of oven do you have in your store? Did you you said you rent you had to rent more ovens? Well, I have a triple stack uh, conveyor oven in my store, and then we rent another oven that uh, comes in a trailer. And who and, do you rent that? Who do you rent that pizza oven from? Um. The vendor, uh, it's Edge Conveyor Ovens, yeah, and that's the kind of oven that I have. And they have a demo that they will take, like to shows or or whatever. And so I always rent that for the day, and they bring it up, and we just park it, and we close an alley down in the street by my uh, shop, and park it there. And so the firemen can work there too on that oven. So there's four ovens that are going constantly all day. Wow. And and even with that, you know, we can't keep up with the demand. And so in addition to the pizzas that we actually make and bake, then we sell the coupon cards. And so all told, you know, we've had, we had one year that we sold over uh, 5,000. Uh, and the last couple of years, uh, you know, the ones that we haven't hit five, 5,000, we've been, you know, 4,500, 4,800, um, just, you know, thousands of pizzas. And when wow. you're donating $9 and 11 cents, for a pizza to the fire company, it's really added up to make a difference. And uh, we call the event Pizza and Prevention because when the firemen deliver to your house, if your home is not equipped with a working smoke detector, then the firemen will provide you one courtesy of the insurance company that we uh, work with uh, locally. So the, the, fire, the firemen make the pizza and then they deliver the pizza as well? Yes, yes, they do. Wow, and you sell. You said you sold cards, so someone comes in if they don't want to wait because it's going to take a while. You, they buy a card, and then they can come back and redeem that, get the pizza at a later date, or they just donate the money. No, they can redeem it at a later date, and lots of people and businesses too will buy like, say, ten, twenty cards at a time because they're nine dollars and eleven cents for an eighteen dollar pizza. Right. That's a great so, that's a great idea. Have you I know that you've talked about this before. Has anybody else implemented this that you know of? Um yeah, we've had uh, plenty of people implement it. Um lots of people contact me to help them set it up. And not everybody donates 100% like I do. But you know, the point is is to get involved and to do your best. Right. I mean, some people will donate $5 for pizza, some that people donate the the profit but might have to you know keep the food cost 
you know, whatever works for you, but getting involved in your community and letting people know that you're really trying your hardest and you're sincere about it is what really makes a difference on people's minds and hearts and gets them to create positive word of mouth and gets them to want to come back and support your business. They probably remember that all year round. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And and that's the point. You want that top of mind awareness and you want them to be talking about you and remembering the good things that you, you know, contributed to your your own town. Now, do you have your employees work that day too or do they volunteer their time and work on tips or how does that work? Um, I have employees working because we do in any section of the store. I'll have one of my employees oversee the firemen. Yeah. Uh, the firemen have some training. Uh, you know, we've been doing it for a few years so some of them you know, come back year after year and they really know what they're doing and they are volunteer firemen. So they, you know, have turnover also, but you know, my employees will work right along with them. Some of the employees will donate their time. Others, you know, I have them on the clock and they certainly do earn their money that day. So others yeah. along with that. That's a great idea. So, uh, do you use social media or any, uh, that kind of like Facebook or Instagram or Twitter in your business on a daily basis? Uh, yeah, I use social media a lot, uh, especially Facebook and Twitter. Where do you see that going in the in the pizza business? I know uh, Facebook has kind of not that it's come and gone, but it's it's gone from being a place where everybody kind of goes to where it's kind of paid pay to play nowadays. Where do you see that going? I still see it as a positive influence on the pizza industry, and I see I'm going to say that if you do it right. If you view social media as social media and not an advertising uh, campaign, then it'll work for you. I, I realize that, you know, now Facebook is, you know, you can boost your post by doing this or you can put your ad out here. But, you know, the, the point of social media is to get a conversation going and to get people talking. It's not to put an offer out there and see how many people walk in your door. Right. That's kind of a fringe benefit of it. I think that the, a lot of people make the mistake too is that's how they do use it. They use it as just to push their products all of the time and and then people don't comment or like it or even react to it at all because it's just all about them. Whereas like you said, if you make it a conversation, it's more of to bring your awarenesses than it is to push your products out there. Yeah, exactly. And you know, you have to you have to of course know what platform most of your target audience is on if a lot of people in your area are using Facebook or if they're more on Twitter or Instagram or something that's where you want to be but you you have to realize that these are social things and these are things that will help you create word of mouth and help you with top of mind awareness they're not um, particularly for you know saying hey we got this 9.99 pizza deal going um, that's something that may come up in the conversation but talking more about your product or what people want, asking for opinions or pictures or just something to get the conversation rolling is more the way to go with that and to make it work for you. Right. I agree. I agree 100%. A lot of people uh, using social media as distribution instead of a conversation. Yeah. And I've seen so many people even, you know, feel like, hey, that's, you know, my free website. And it, it's not it's not really that at all. You you have to use it as the platform that it was meant to be on to make it work for you. You should try to push people to your own website, don't you think? Sure. You know, you want them to go there. So, 
you know, put an interesting link on your website and, and then you could put it into social media and, you know, what do you think about this or do you agree with that person says? And, um, you know, then you can get them to click through to your website and, you know, and Facebook is set up that you can even order from a Facebook page to your online ordering. You can add these things onto Facebook. So it is built to direct people that way, but you got to draw them in socially to get them to that platform to make the sale. Right. Now, do you use email marketing? Uh, yes, I do. And I've seen that change a lot, you know, over the years too. How has it changed for you? When did um, you start? When Sorry, when did you start? Have you used it for a while or did something that's new to you? Uh, no, actually, I was one of the first ones in the industry to use it. And I really made like a big breakthrough with it um, back in, uh, gee, it was 2001. I did a big anniversary promotion for my store and we ran a special that took prices back to when we opened. Which was, uh, when did you, when did you open? Well, the store that I was managing at the time was opened in 71. So the prices were rolled back to 1971, which meant like a medium pizza was a dollar 40. <laughs> wow. Um, so I ran a press release saying that our, our pizzeria was now, I believe 30 years old, uh, or this, the pizza, the Rio that I was running at the time was 30 years old. And uh, we were going to roll back the prices, but to get the special coupon for the price, you had to go to our website and enroll in our um, database for email marketing. And at the, you know, at the turn of the century, that was a pretty new thing, and people were a little bit leery of doing stuff like that on, online. Yeah, definitely. For the pizza industry especially, people still in 2015 don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's hard to get people to sign up for your e-newsletters now. Yeah. But um, we did that. We had an amazing result so much that it jammed up our website and people couldn't get the coupon. And we had to call the webmaster and get him to go in and tweak the website. And, uh, you know, we just had lines out the door uh, with this forty pizza deal going on. And it caused so much traffic on my website and I had some links on there to some uh, trade magazines and, and what have you that they were getting all these hits from this little tiny pizza shop in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. And so they started calling me up and you know, what's going on? How's come we're getting all these hits off of you? And I told them what had happened and they were like, wow, that's fantastic. We've been waiting to hear a story of how people are actually using email marketing and able to build a database. And so overnight I built this, you know, fantastic database uh, from people that wanted that offer. And then since then I've used, you know, email marketing to promote different things going on in the community, different things going on at my store. And the database has grown and grown over the years. And, you know, what I see now with email marketing, I guess that's changed a lot is you know, when I first started doing it, it was about offers or specials and every offer, you know, had to start off with what's in it for me. Uh, you know, or the customer wasn't going to open it unless, you know, they knew there was some great bargain inside. Well, now today uh, with email marketing, it's more informational and it's more engaging. Uh, a lot of 
e-newsletters today are built on uh, just different topics of the industry and not necessarily pushing a sale down someone's throat, but more or less educating them about the pizza industry. Uh, maybe just some fun trivia, you know, what are the top five pizza days of the year? Or, you know, we uh, right now going on on the internet a lot is um, ways that pizzerias influence your community. And you see the story in Philadelphia, how they have the pay it forward with buy a slice for a homeless person or someone that doesn't have enough money. So by just sending out some stories about the uh, industry that are interesting to people and engage them in different uh, human interest aspects, uh, you, you kind of build more of a rapport and a friendship with people that they're more likely to open your email, that they're not afraid, they're just trying to be sold. Right. Otherwise, they won't, they'll just, after the first or second one, they'll just forget about you. Yeah. Yeah, because they now now they have now they can see an email from me and you know there's something of interest there, that something of knowledge that they need to know. It's not that I'm trying to push a pizza down their throat. So, um, you know I, I've seen the industry uh, move in that direction now too. Like there's there's things that I'm still doing, but doing it in a new way, and tweaking it as time goes on, so I can keep my database built up and still engage people and gain their confidence and their trust. Who do you use for your email or your point of sale system? My point of sale system is, is Revention. And that helps me, you know, gather all kinds of data on people, what their eating preferences are, of course, their telephone numbers, their addresses. And does that capture their email as well? If they order online, it captures their email. Yes. And so that gives me, um, that database and then i capture emails uh through my own website uh, also and do you use a separate uh source for to send out your emails um i do i used to do everything myself i i taught myself html and designed my own emails and and did it all myself and i did it that way probably for 12 13 years um but as my business grew and the consulting end of my business has grown and I, I travel more now uh, with different issues and, and things, I now outsource the emails, which, of course, I, I oversee everything. Right. But I use a service uh, called Loyal Rewards. It's, a, uh, it's in with uh, the Moving Targets group out of uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I've heard of that. I'm very happy with them. I, I've used moving targets for, oh, my, uh, nearly almost 20 years that I've been in business. They and, they send out a gift certificate, I believe. Is that the same company that sends out a gift certificate if a, a new person moves into the neighborhood or someone's birthday? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then you get a free pizza coupon and that goes to your store, right? Yes. Yeah, I've seen those before. That's moving targets. Yeah, they do a good job with that. Yes. And uh, so when I decided that I was going to outsource my email, um, I've always been happy with that company. So I went uh, to them to do it. And, uh, you know, they worked with me to brand it correctly uh, using my images and, you know, my content. I create the content for it. And then uh, we, you know, send it out about twice a month, maybe three times if there's special events going on. And that would that the return on that is pretty good for you. 
Yeah. Yeah. The open rates uh, pretty good for me. And, you know, like I said, it might, it might be hard to measure the return since I'm not always pushing something or selling something. Right. But when I look at my database and see that it's growing and not decreasing, and when I can see just from a sales standpoint, uh, that possibly sales are up on the day that I mail these out. Uh, you know, I know that I'm gaining top of mind awareness and I know that, um, you know, I'm still engaging my customers. That's great. That's a great story. Um, so back to inside, how do you find employees and find good employees? Is there, do you have a secret to that? Is that something that you struggle with? Cause I know a lot of business owners, that's their number one concern is just trying to find good people that will work hard and stay for an extended period of time. Um, I think that's a challenge for everybody. Uh, including myself, and I think as time goes on and we deal with this, you know, generation X and Y and Z, uh, that people are sort of losing work ethics and becoming a little bit more entitled than uh, possibly people our age, and so it is more of a challenge. Uh, most people will view a restaurant job as an entry-level position, uh, but I try to, you know, present to my people that it's an opportunity to advance, that the restaurant industry, you know, employs, you know, hundreds of thousands of people across the country, and, um, you know, it can be a career for you, you know, and you can make a difference in this, uh, in this business. And so for us, when we hire, we usually go through an interview process that, you know, requires a couple of psychological tests. Really? Um, yeah, it's kind of some psychological screening where we just do some question and answer with the person and score them to see how well fitted they are for this kind of job. Uh, because it is working with the public a lot. It's, it's about connecting. It's about multitasking. And so different questions can bring that out. Um, you know, I read a lot. I might be a consultant, but I need to consult people too. All right. Um, and so I do follow Jim Lobb a lot, uh, restaurantowner.com. Yep. And he has some great, like, interview uh, techniques. And I'll tell you, every time that, you know, I've used them and people have scored highly, they've turned out to be good employees. And, um, you know, beyond that, the employees that I do have now and that I've always had, you know, I learned right away, you better treat them right if you want them to stay. You can't get everybody to work for minimum wage forever. Right. People, people deserve raises. Um, I mean, you deserve a raise too. But people work hard and they, they deserve acknowledgement, whether it's a title or a raise or a bonus. And so you need to treat people right. Um, I have I have one person, for example, that's actually she came with the store. Um, when, when you bought it? Yeah, she's wow. been there longer than me. Wow. Um, you know, I have another one that's been there for 15 years, um, and most of my people have been there at least two years. And this is an industry where people generally last six months. So we have a very low turnover rate. That's and, great. You know, I I believe it's you know part of part of our ethics is that we want we want the job to be worth it for them, and 
you know, we wanted them to be worth it for us too. So we tried to invest in them as, as people. Has that always, has that always been the case for you? Or was there a point in time where it wasn't working out so well and then you just had to make a change and do something different? Um, that's always been sort of my personal philosophy was taking care of people. And, and I guess that's why I'm kind of a good fit for the hospitality industry. Yeah. That's what it's all about. And I've always tried to do what I can to accommodate my employees. It is, it is hard when you can't like meet their expectations. I mean, for example, when, when I first started out in business was bad because I was, as I said, I was hired to help a failing business. I mean, it's hard to give people hours or give them a raise or a bonus when you have nothing to work with. Right. Um, so it's definitely more challenging then, but you know, once you start building your business up, you gotta, you know, build people up with it too. And, you know, maybe you can't always give yourself that extra bonus or the days off that you want, but investing in people is a great, you know, there's a great return on investment with that. All right. So I just wanted, I don't want to keep you on for too long. So maybe just like one or two more questions for you and then uh, we'll wrap this up. If you could give someone starting out one piece of advice, what would that be? Uh, advice on marketing? Not or... so much marketing, but if someone's going to get into the pizza business today, what would your number one piece of advice be? Um, I'm going to use my USP that I use for my consulting business, and that's turn your passion into profits. If someone wants to get into the pizza industry, usually what I see is that they got this great recipe for pizza that they think is just a killer recipe. And it's their passion to make pizza. They love to do it. But you have to run your pizzeria like a business. And the numbers don't lie. So to do that, you have to be able to get that recipe down pat so that somebody else can make the pizza also and duplicate your product so you can get yourself out of the kitchen and to be working on your business instead of in your business. Um, cause if you don't get out of the kitchen, you don't know who's in the front of the house. You don't know what's really going on. And you're just, you're just missing out on the joy of, of owning your own business. And so I, I would really tell people that, you know, if you want this passion to stay alive, you have to be able to run it as, as a business and see the numbers, test the results, interact with the customers, interact with the community. You, you have to be out there. And uh, you obviously have a lot of knowledge when it comes to the pizza industry. Is, is there any website or books that you read on a regular basis that has helped you learn uh, along your way? Um, yes, yeah, certainly. Um, when I first came into the pizza industry, I knew nothing about it. I, As I said, I was from a janitorial background, so... I was good at cleaning up at night and I could mop the floor and stuff. <laughs> that was great. Um, but I didn't know anything about the pizza industry. Um, you know, fortunately, I, you know, I had the one employee that I said came with the store. So she taught me, you know, how they made pizza there. And I just read a lot. Um, we always got in the mail, you know, trade magazines like Pizza Today. Yep. That would come in the mail. And I religiously read magazines like that. And one thing that, you know, really, really opened my eyes to the industry was getting out and going to 
whether it was a local food show, like from a, a distributor, or I, you know, I certainly enjoy going to like Pizza Expo or Napix, uh, different things like that that are geared towards the pizza industry so that I can really network with my peers and learn from them and really see what what all is out there in the industry, what can what can help me, what you know I could implement, what what the latest trends are, what's really are, are my choices when it comes to marketing or equipment or anything else. So yeah, Pizza Today was a, a really big help and getting to Pizza Expo was was a great eye opener. And I, you know, once I went, I went every year. I I never stopped going. Yeah, you really have to get out there and and talk to people. Sometimes business owners get stuck in the bubble of their own business and they don't really get out and talk to anybody. And they really say, there's a saying that says, if you're the smartest guy in the room, you're in the wrong room. You really <laughs> yeah. got to get out there and talk to other people and pick their brains and always try to find someone that's doing something better than you and see, maybe you can learn a little bit from them. Yeah. Um, you know, one quote that I always use too is that the largest room is the room for improvement. <laughs> that's a and, good one. And, and you don't, you don't realize that until you get out. Um, there's a lot of people that are very, I don't know, strong, strong minded about certain things. And it, it's really because they, they don't come out of their little four walls. You got to get out and see what all this industry has to offer. And it's, you know, it's not, it's not scary and it's not, um, intimidating. It's, it's actually overwhelming in a very positive way because there's so much more to the pizza industry than just, you know, than just your oven and well, just your, your dough, you know, throwing dough and throwing it in the oven. There's just so much more out there. Well, I appreciate you really. I really do appreciate you taking the time out to talk to us today, Scott. Um, so if someone wanted to get a contact you, how would they do that? Um, you can go to, uh, either one of my websites, my, my store website is punksypizza.com. My email is punksypizza at aol.com. And then my consulting website is uh, pizzamarketingexpert.net. And there you can uh, sign up for my newsletter or there's a link to my, my book, Profits in the Pie. Uh, so I'm pretty easy to find if you just Google Scott Anthony plus pizza. And I'll be at Pizza Expo in the next uh, coming weeks. I believe it's March 21st, 2nd, and 3rd. What are you speaking on there? Different bunch of different topics. Uh, one is about direct mail. One is about improving the image of your pizzeria. Uh, I have a panel discussion about uh, raising prices. And I'll be judging several different pizza contests. So I'll be kind of busy, but I'll I'll be around out there, and you're welcome to uh, you know look me up if you're out there and say hello. I'd, I'd enjoy meeting you. All right, excellent. I uh, I'll put all that in the show notes, all links to that stuff. Uh, Scott's book, Profits in the Pie, his speaking, his consulting website, Pizza Marketing Expert, and again, Scott, I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, talk to me tonight. Well, thanks a lot, Bruce. It was a pleasure being on your show. All right, everybody, thanks for checking out this episode of the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, and thanks to my guest today, Scott Anthony of Punksy's Pizza. You can find all his information, his Facebook page, his website, his contact information over at smartpizzamarketing.com. This is episode number two, and also, if you could leave us a review on iTunes, that would really help out the show, and find me on Twitter. Uh, my handle is at Irving Media. 
I would love to hear any questions you may have, whether you have a question about marketing or if you have a guest that you would like us to have on the show, you can find me there. And uh, also you can let me know, you know, what you think of the show. Hopefully you like it and we'll keep doing this. All right. Thanks, guys. And bye for now.